Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. From toxic types to cheating scandals, this is Love and Reality. You're as fake as your nose, lip, and boob job. Firstly, I was like, okay, not my type, but... You have wasted my time. The saying goes, there are only two things in life guaranteed, death and taxes. I'd like to think there's a third, and that is married at first sight having at least one cheating scandal per season. With this year's scandal between Cam and Coco, or the countless rumours of post-show partner swaps in mind, this week we're looking at crushes, cheating and partner swaps in real life. This is Love in Reality and today we're joined by Dr. Love, Australia's leading love and relationships coach. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So I'd love to kick things off by chatting a little bit about partner swaps and married at first sight and what we've seen on screen and and how that translates in real life. Cheating is by no means isolated to TV. We've all read, heard or experienced stories of infidelity. Why do you think people find those stories so intriguing? I think it's a little bit of uh, the naughty side. You know, people are like, ooh, they're actually acting on it, where a lot of people actually do have some of these feelings maybe for somebody that they know or a friend's partner or people that have been around in their social circle and they haven't acted upon it. So when they see this blur sort of blurted all over TV, it's like, ooh, I can't believe they've acted on it because there's somewhere deep inside them that they've also had a similar feeling but not actually followed through. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, how many people out there do you think have these kinds of feelings that they might be a little ashamed of or feel they shouldn't act on it sounds like it's pretty common it is common we're human and without realizing we make connections without with people and people sometimes that we don't expect to make connections with and this could be and I said it's a lot in my work it could be a friend's partner or a, a girlfriend's ex-partner, and you thought, hang on, I this is not right. This is morally not right. How could I have feelings or how can I have a connection with someone that I'm not supposed to? So there's a lot of guilt that comes up in that connection. It's when you act on it that's the problem. So if you feel like there are some people around you that you have a connection with that could hurt a friend or a family member, you really got to think about what are my actions going to do to the other people around me, not only to them, but myself and the person that I'm attracted to? Falling for someone you shouldn't obviously can happen. Like you said, a friend's partner, even a sibling, even a parent. What do you advise people do if those feelings arise and if they are just really overwhelming? Well, we think if we have a go back to the example of Matt, we, we saw that connection happen between uh, the two um Reminds me of their names. Cam Cam and Coco, yep, they they got everyone talking. Cam and Coco, how can I forget? He is everything that I asked for coming into this experiment, and it's just so hard. 
because I don't want to hurt Samantha. But I'm really starting to, like, have feelings for him. It was an instant sort of attraction for them, but it definitely looks like it would have been something that we would call lust or limerence, something that would not have lasted a lifetime. And it's very similar to almost like a high school crush. It's a passing thing. It comes and it goes away with time. So what you do need to be careful of is if you, you're having these attractions to somebody that's unavailable because you connect with them, and you might think that you connect with them on a deeper level, you really need to consider whether or not this is actually going to go the long haul or it's really just going to be something that's short-lived. Mm. Is there a safe way to kind of figure out whether it is lust or whether it's a deeper connection, do you think? It is, but you would have to really look at that situation and work out. The Coco and Cam were actually in relationships already. Mm. So, you know, this then the dynamic of that situation shifts. What do you need to do if you're in a relationship but develop a crush on someone else? Really, is there a way to navigate those tricky situations? Yeah, there is. Having a crush on someone could be harmless, even if you are in a relationship. But it's the other person that will be hurt by any action that you take. Really, at the end of the day, is it worth the drama? And we always get drama on that, and that's what we got um, when that was revealed. But that actually is also what happens in real life. When you are disclosing that you have a crush on someone and you are in a relationship, the other person is bound to get hurt. But then if you definitely have feelings for someone else and you are in a relationship, then it's not fair for your current partner, really. Because if you've got deeper feelings for someone else, you might as well be honest and upfront with that person rather than develop a secret relationship with them that's going to eventually turn into a full-blown affair. So what you really need to think about is, okay, this is how I think now. If I have to think about this relationship a year from now, do I see myself with my current partner? And if the thought of you losing that partner right now and them not being in your life for the next 12 months makes you feel makes you feel sad, I would question whether you need to act on that crush or not. It is an age-old question, but why do you think people cheat? Is it the allure of the forbidden? Is it possibly you've already checked out of your relationship? Is it something else altogether? Oh, oh, there's a a number of things (laughs) that um, people can cheat for. And, you know, it could even be sometimes it's a physical attraction and it's just that. And we see this a lot. And I don't want to just, you know, stereotype here, but a lot of my male clients that have gone through infidelity in relationships, a lot of it has been just a physical transaction. They've just wanted sex. And then we've had people that have been in a relationship, primarily the woman in a relationship that does go down the line of infidelity and cheating. It never was intended that way. It was more of an emotional connection, a conversation. And then over time, the conversation and connection turned into what you would call an affair and then the physical side of the intimacy within the affair. So it really depends. It could be just a sexual instinct. It could be an emotional void. It could be it's time to check out of your relationship and you don't have enough guts to do it. So you're finding, you know, almost like to soften the blow coming out of the relationship, a rebound. There's a lot of reasons and there's not one reason that fits all at all when it comes to infidelity. Yeah, there's definitely no, um, I guess, plain and simple answer. I can definitely confess I've been here from having an innocent crush to stronger feelings. It can all be very confusing. It can all be really messy. Is this something you should consider a red flag in your own relationship if you are with someone that 
maybe your relationship isn't where you want it to be. Yeah, definitely. Look, if you are satisfied in your current relationship, you might find someone attractive, but you don't develop a crush. And so there's a very big red flag there saying, is the relationship I'm in right now the right one for me? Because really all of your resources and everything in your love bank sits with your current relationship. And I call that your couple bubble. Like it's about you and that other person. Where any human will find other people attractive, will say, God, you know, she's attractive. Oh, gosh, he's, he's handsome. Uh, she, he's really sexy. We, we might comment on someone else, but it doesn't mean we have a crush on them. Mm. But when we walk away from that person that we think is attractive or handsome and we can't stop thinking about them and we are already in a relationship, there's some red flags there about the current relationship you're in and is it the right one for you? Say you do get in too deep like Coco and Cam did and you're mm-hmm. wanting to be unfaithful or you have been, is there any good way to handle a situation like that? Inevitably, people will get hurt. Someone is always going to get hurt at the end of the day. What needs to happen is that you need to be transparent and truthful. And I think what happens is when you don't tell the truth early on, when you're starting to discover these feelings, so what Coco and Cam could have done better was actually let them know that they were catching up. Mm. Um, I'm going to talk about my, my relationship with Coco. I'm going to catch up for a drink. Just flag it with your partner because then it's out on the table. And, you know, Cam could have came back and had a conversation with his partner and said, you know, I've actually realised that I've developed feelings for Coco or I've, I'm attracted to Coco and that wasn't the intention. But everything has always been out on the table. What happens is that when, when we're not transparent about how we're feeling in a relationship, whether it's good or bad, we pull our partner through the mud unnecessarily. Mm. And that's unfair. So if Coco and Cam knew they were developing these feelings, they could have called it very early on rather than be a bit sneaky about it. And I know they're in an experiment, but this happens in real life as well. You know, if if you're developing feelings for somebody else, just call it what it is. Don't put your partner in a position that they're going to suffer or you're going to put yourself in a position to have an affair and then you wish that you said it earlier and you don't know how to get out of it. Mm. Honesty definitely seems to be the key here, I think. I would love to also ask you, I mean, dreams are said to be our subconscious talking to us. What do you make of people having dreams about other people, I guess? Dreams, um, as long as you're asleep, it's okay. (laughs) It's the daydreaming that's the problem, right? That's when you're conscious. So when you're dreaming, we we don't have much control over what we're dreaming. If we're dreaming Mm. about a, a man or a woman in our dreams, it doesn't necessarily mean we're dreaming of that particular person because we want to be with them. It Mm. could be that we're dreaming about the qualities that person shows us, something we're missing, something we're longing for, Mm. something we'd like to enjoy. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the person that's in the picture. But when we're having the daydreams and we're sitting there in our current relationship and we are awake and we are thinking about someone else and daydreaming about what our life could look like with that other person, that's a red flag. So Brad Pitt popping into into my dreams, that's not, not a big deal. <laughs> there's something, there's a quality about him that you might like, whether it's his <laughs> physical body, whether it's his, what, what, I don't know what else it could be, but whatever it else it is, there's something else going on for you and Brad Pitt there. But I'm glad you're asleep while you're doing it. <laughs> my friend's going to kill me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, Dr. Love said it doesn't matter as long as I'm asleep. <laughs> He's unattainable. Unattainable as is, it's fine. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming in, Dr. Love. We've really appreciated having you on the show. Oh, thank you for having me, guys.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.